0: I encourage everyone in the program to actually delete the word perfect from your vocabulary because it just paints this picture of this unrealistic image, right? Mm, an that,
1: expectation.
0: Exactly, that only forces you to compare yourself to everyone else. Deep
1: balance on. I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host Erica and together let's find your unique balance. Alrighty, Balancers. Today's guest was named a self-help guru by Elle Magazine, is the best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl, Open Wide, Comparisonitis, which I've read and loved, and the Audible, Original, Purposeful, as well as the host of a number one rated podcast. With a deep commitment to empowering others to become the best version of themselves, she strives to inspire others to reclaim their power bust through fear, step into their truth, live with intention and move in the direction of their dreams. I'm sure you can all tell I'd be very excited and I'm mm-hmm. absolutely honored to have Melissa Ambrosini on the podcast today. Melissa, an extremely warm welcome.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Me too. As I briefly mentioned in the intro, I um, I've read your book Comparisonitis, which sparked a lot of revelations and reflections for me personally. And so I'm so excited to I guess, understand your own journey, because I know you kind of were more working in that space, you were writing a lot, and now you've pivoted a little bit uh, into working with, I think, is something off the back of your own experience of becoming a mum, which I think is just so incredibly beautiful. But can you just share a little bit about that transition, I guess, what's kind of pulled you in this new direction, and maybe a little bit about the Holy Mama program you've got coming up?
0: Mm, Yeah, so... I think you know my business has evolved as I have evolved, and um I think that's that's normal and it's exciting and it also keeps it interesting and mm. keeps it exciting you know if I was still talking about the same things that I was talking about when I first started my business, I think I would be go a little bit crazy. So I think, (laughs) uh, you know, it's a natural evolution. And um, as I grow, my business grows. Beautiful. Um, Yeah. So it's been really exciting. And uh, the Holy Mama program, which is out right now and the doors are open, but they close on November 4th. So if you're listening to this, You've got to jump in before November 4th Um, and it is a beautiful online program. It's the world's most comprehensive, holistic program on all things conscious conception, pregnancy, empowered birth and postpartum and conscious parenting. And yeah, like we said before, like this is something that I have been embarking on on my own journey and It all started in 2013 when I met my husband and uh, we got together. I I had known him for about three years before that and he was in a relationship and I was also in a relationship. And, uh, you know, I'd see him at things and I would think, oh, he's a good catch, but I never allowed myself to kind of think anything else because he was in a three-year relationship and I knew the type of person he was. He was a very loyal, dedicated man. And so I never kind of, you know, thought anything else of it. I just thought he was really handsome and he's a good catch. And I thought she's a lucky girl. And then we both found ourselves single and we both found ourselves being put in the same room. And I knew from the mo- that moment, I was like, I want to marry him and I want to have his babies.
1: How beautiful. And the rest I'm, is history, right?
0: Yeah. And then, you know, people had always said to me, when you know, you know, and I was like, whatever. That's the biggest load of BS. And then when I met my husband, I was like, oh, I, know. <laughs> I get it. This is what they were talking about. And so, um, you know, we got together and, and before that, I was with a guy for three years and I said I never wanted to get married and I said I never wanted to have babies and then I met my husband and I was like, I want to get married and I want to have your babies. And we got engaged after two weeks. For those that have read my second book, Open Wide, I talk about how we got engaged after two weeks and then we got married um, five and a half months later and that was almost ten years ago now. Wow. And we have a um, beautiful daughter. And um, he has a son who's 16 from a previous relationship, so we've got him as well. And you know, when we met and we got together in in no, uh, November 2013, um, we began our conscious conception journey. Then, even though I wow. did not want to have babies straight away, I knew that I didn't want to have babies straight away because I was building my career. I was writing books. I was doing my podcast. I was doing speaking all over the world. I loved what I was doing. I was helping so many people. I loved my work. I loved what I was doing. So I was building my career and he is a solo musician. Um, His name is Nick Broadhurst and he also has another musician uh, name called Anobi E-N-O-B-E, which is um, where he writes and produces with other artists under that name as well. And so his career was just taking off. And so we never were like wanting to have babies right away. We just knew it was down the track. However, I knew the importance of conscious conception and priming your body and your mind for babies. And so we went and saw a naturopath and we got all of the tests done and we started priming our bodies, getting them ready. And uh, we did that for 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. And then in, so six years. And then in October 2018, I woke up one day, I rolled over to my husband and I said to him, I'm ready. And he was like, just like that. And I'm like, babes, just like that. <laughs> and he was literally like, what that what happened? And I'm like, it was like that maternal switch was turned on within me mm. overnight. Beautiful. Yeah. Then that desire to really be a mother started to kick in. And so that was October. 2018 and then uh we were in the middle of a a cleanse a detox i was detoxing heavy metals out of my system i had really high levels of mercury in my system so i was cleansing that out of my system so we're like okay let's wait till january 2019 and we'll we'll go for it then and then um we yeah set the scene we did a meditation we had mantras chanting and essential oils and incense and candles and all the things things. all (laughs) the things and we had such a beautiful beautiful time and then I literally thought we would get pregnant first go and we didn't and I was genuinely perplexed I was so shocked I was like I don't understand I'm the most healthiest person I know what is going on And so then we went again the next month and then the next month and then the next month and every month when I would get my period, I felt like my heart was ripped out of my chest because that yearning to be a mother was so deep within me and it was so hard. Every month I was living my life in these two-week increments either waiting to ovulate for two weeks and then waiting to either get my period or to not. And Mm. it was, I lived my life like that for like 18 months. Yeah, wow. And it was a really challenging time. I cried like I'd never cried before. I wailed. I did so much inner child healing work. I did so much red thread lineage healing work during that time I went so deep inward and it was really really hard and I I literally some months would cry so hard that I I felt like I was crying on behalf of humanity. Like I felt like I was crying on behalf of every single female who had ever struggled to have that dream of being a mother um, take longer or not happen. And it was a really challenging time. And it took me a lot of surrendering and a lot of trust and hope. And during that time as well, we were continuously priming our body and priming our mind. So going on like a long time, you know, eight, nine years of conscious conception prep, body and the mind. And then, you know, I finally got to a place where I had surrendered and stayed connected to that hope and it happened. And it was, you know, obviously the best moment of my life finding out. There's a video of us finding out online on my YouTube channel, which is one of the best days of my life. And after waiting so long, like it just was so, so beautiful. And I can imagine. Yeah, it was just the best day of my life. One of the best days of my life. And all of this time whilst you know those nine years of me doing my own um work on myself to get myself ready i would read every book that i could get my hands on on conception pregnancy fertility conscious parenting birthing empowered birthing i read every book i could get my hands on i went to seminars workshops events you know my friends and my husband would joke that i'm the most educated non-pregnant person that ever met like (laughs) I had piles and piles of birth and pregnancy books beside my bed because I was obsessed I was so obsessed and I was in this very unique position where I had a top-rated podcast so I could interview the world's best experts which was awesome so I would seek out these experts and interview them and ask them the questions that i wanted to know um, absolutely whilst not sharing that i was going through this journey because i didn't share it online because i didn't want anyone's opinion so i was doing this all internally which was quite challenging you know putting on a really brave face when mm. inside you feel like your heart is breaking but that yeah. was my choice and i mm. and i um wouldn't change that for anything that was my choice. And I'm glad that I did it that way, but it was hard. It was really hard to kind of, you know, find, find out, like get my period and then have to an hour later go on stage for a Ted talk, you know, Mm. like, and and, and this is all happening inside. It was really, really challenging. And, um, yeah, and so I'd interview these guest experts and then once I'd get off the offline, like recording, I'd say, oh, by the way, all those questions were for me. And they would be like, oh, wow, Melissa, you know, I didn't know you were going through this and um, we'd have a beautiful conversation afterwards when we weren't recording as well. So I had the support from these incredible guest experts that I had on um, on my podcast. And so... You know, this whole journey from 2013, my husband kept on saying to me, You're going to write a book about this. You're going to write a book about this. You're going to write a book about this. And I was like, Yeah, yes, yes, I will. I will. I knew I would. I knew I would. But Holy Mama, the program, came first. And it was a divine download that was like, Melissa, you need to put this in a program and you need to teach everything that you have learned and everything that you know. And that's how the program was born. And it's broken up into those four major areas, conscious conception, pregnancy, birth and postpartum, and then conscious parenting. And I have, I'm have i teaching in, in every module. And then I've also brought in the world's best experts to teach on each of those areas, which is just amazing. And then you can upgrade to become a VIP mama, where you can submit your questions to get your questions answered personally by some of these doctors and experts that don't even see clients one-on-one anymore. So it's it's absolutely incredible. And it's a program that integrates the mind, the body, and the soul. And a holy mama is a mama who leads with love. A holy mama is an empowered mama. And why do I want to create holy mamas all over the world? The reason is because when there is a woman who leads with love and who is empowered – she is going to parent very differently to someone who doesn't. And then, when that mother shows up and is leading with love and feels empowered, she is going to parent these children in such a loving way. And she's going to raise empowered leaders for the next generation. And That's so, incredible. this is why I feel so passionate about this. I love this content so much and yeah. everything that I've taught from the moment i started my business is about empowering women and so it's just a different flavor now you know i used to empower it's a- them in their relationships and in their career and with their health. And now I'm I'm empowering them in this way as well.
1: It seems like a, such a natural extension of your own experience, which I always find so beautiful when people are coming from such a, such an authentic place of their own struggles and then, you know, helping other people through that journey. And the program sounds incredible. So I'm so excited for you and I'm sure the community is going to be even more incredible and a whole bunch of empowered women and I just want to thank you for being, uh, I guess, very vulnerable and for doing a program like this, because I know personally a lot of people in my own life go through exactly what you experience. It's almost like this back and forth motion month to month, wanting something so badly and not being able to put your finger on or understanding why or why not. And so I think working with a community that's supportive is not only so incredible, but, you know, being led by someone like you who has been there with them can basically hold their hand is also incredible. And I wanted to just ask you, I mean, I know there's obviously the four different phases from conception all the way to parenting, you know, there's all those different stages. But I just want to take us back for a moment to conception and just ask you, because it seems like you kind of were living and breathing these practices along your experience. But I just wanted to know your because you did mention you kind of had this expectation that you would fall pregnant straight away. And I guess that journey then became quite a challenge for you and something you maybe didn't anticipate within the context of conscious conception. And so how have you sort of maybe uh, allowed for that experience or that struggle that a lot of people will go through within within the stage of Conscious conception. Is that surrender piece something that forms a part of your program? Obviously, without giving away too much. I'm just curious how you've maybe tailored what you had already planned for yourself, then with the experience you had to then create that part of your program. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, the surrender piece in the conception journey is a huge piece of the puzzle, and we talk about it inside the program. And something that I teach in the program, and something that really helped me is. There's so much that you can do in the conception, in the conscious conception part to prime your body and to prime your mind. And you have to also remember that it's not just about your timeline, it's about the baby's timeline. And that soul has its own agenda, its own karma, if you, you know, believe in that. It has its own journey and to think that it is all about me and my timeline is what caused a lot of suffering for me and made that journey so tumultuous. And it wasn't until right towards the end where I really understood that this was about her as well. And not only her, it's about my husband and his timeline too. And Leo, my bonus son, his timeline too. Because when a child enters into a family unit, the entire ecosystem, the entire unit shifts. So it's like everything shifts into a different puzzle spot. You know, but not only that, our extended family. So, my parents, Nick's parents, our families, our friends like it actually affects the entire community when a baby comes into um, a home, to a family. And so, when I really got that, I stopped making it so much about me and my timeline and wanting it to happen on my timeline and understood that. There was something so much bigger at play and that was actually very comforting for me.
1: Yeah. And I guess from like a spiritual point of view, if you will stretch it this far, it's almost this idea that your baby chooses you and when, and I, and I think, you know, whether you take to that spiritual belief or not, just everything you've kind of shared then it's such a nice way to view like your relationship with your child as, as a future mother or however you want to view it as a bit like a partnership
0: mm-hmm. and that helps
1: you understand that it you know you have to go hand in hand and it takes a lot of the pressure off yourself but you know i i've, I've not been in that situation i can only imagine how difficult it would be but i think that's a really nice reframe for anybody listening and and, and potentially also feeling feeling similar things Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Um, talk to me a little bit about now the birth process. So, you've finally fallen pregnant, it's almost up there, is the best day of your life. Fast forward to nine months. How are you feeling? I mean, at this point, you're probably up there as like very well-researched and well-versed in, um, you know, birthing and, you know, probably things that can go wrong, different types of birth processes. Can you talk to me a little bit about maybe your expectation going into birth, how you had an empowered birth? Like, so say, I, I feel like a lot of people maybe would prepare or plan for a birth, right, in their mind and how they feel like it's going to go and they feel super empowered. And then at the 11th hour, Something may change or go wrong or go differently. How do you teach women to have an empowered birth despite the uncertainty that can often present in that circumstance?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, this is exactly what we teach in the program. We teach in this module how to have an empowered birth. So there's so much to it when we think about the body, the mind, and the soul. So there's different layers and we don't have time to go into everything today um sure but i just want to start this off by saying that everyone is worthy and deserves to feel empowered in their birth every
1: single woman on this earth and when you say empowered in in the birthing process what does that mean to you Mm-hmm. This is a really good question
0: because it looks different to everyone. To everyone, so feeling empowered—it's a feeling. Empowered is a feeling. Now you can feel empowered birthing in a hospital. You can feel empowered birthing at home. You can feel empowered birthing in a birth center, or you can feel empowered birthing in a bush. There's no rules. It's a feeling and it's very individual to every single person. So we get everyone in the program whilst they're pregnant, like to tune in with like, what does that feel like to them? Like, what does empowered feel like to them? Where do they feel empowered? What does that look like? If I was to feel empowered, who would be in the room? Where would I be birthing? Because ultimately, you want to go into your birth feeling empowered. All right. If you go into birth feeling disempowered, you're not the chances of you turning that around are a lot less likely to happen. But if you go into birth feeling empowered, the chances are you having an empowered experience are a lot
1: higher, right? I guess it's like creating that environment and that space. So it's, like, it's no different to, I guess, curating your work environment that gets you in flow. It's like, I guess, being proactive with the people or the things or the soundtracks or whatever it is that you need to get in that feeling of empowerment, which is amazing. I love that as a concept.
0: Absolutely, and like birth is a marathon. It's it's um, it takes strength, like physical strength. It takes mental strength, and it's like if you think about it, like you're doing a triathlon or doing a marathon, you wouldn't just show up on the day don't and have done zero prep. Like you, you're not gonna do very well, right? Or maybe, but probably not. You you know your stamina, your mental capacity. It's not going to be as sharp as someone who has spent nine months prepping and planning and getting their body in physical shape and getting their mind in the best possible physical, uh, a mental space. That person is going to go into the marathon feeling very prepared and, and, and empowered and so we've got to do that physical work, we've got to do the mental, we've got to do the spiritual, and that's what Holy Mama is all about, is integrating those three. And then you you rock up on the day and labor begins and you let go and you surrender and you enjoy the process and you have fun and you do your best. You've done all the prep, You've you've done the... The meditations, you've done the releasing of the fears, you've done the, you know, perineal massage or whatever it is. And then you just get to rock up on the day feeling really prepared. If you want an empowered experience, like, yeah, you can, you got to do the work uh, to get your mental space into the best shape possible. Um, And then rock up on the day and you let it all go, you surrender, you trust, you're present, you have fun and you've done the work. Whatever happens is meant to happen.
1: Why I'm loving this conversation so much is because everything you're saying now can really apply to anything in life, like anything you want to tackle or have to overcome or have to achieve or do whether it be, you know, birthing a human, which is just the most incredible thing that you could possibly do to, you know, sitting an exam or going to a job interview. If you do the work and you go in feeling empowered, then I think that's almost the best pretext to surrendering. I feel like you probably find it harder to surrender and just let go to the outcome when you're not prepared because then you're in this place where you're like, there's nothing more I could have done and this is just the way it's supposed to be. But we fall into that pit of, oh, you know, I I, wanna, I wanted it to turn out a different way and we have all these expectations when you're not prepared. So I really love this particular advice and, I, and the thing I really appreciated about it is the surrender piece because we know from, I mean, you know, there's been plenty of babies born in my family and it doesn't always go to plan. It's not always on the right date or it's, it's you know, you don't want a C-section then it's a C-section. If you have all these expectations and you're forgetting to that the most important thing is to empower yourself, which I think is a brilliant undertone of your whole whole program. Um, I think that that really just helps with letting things be as they're supposed to be. So uh, I'm loving everything I'm hearing. And, um, even just myself thinking, I mean, in my ideal timeline, and I put that in quotations for everybody, not watching video, I, in my head, I'm thinking two, three years, I would love to start starting to have a family. So I really appreciate having conversations like this because it's getting me to start thinking about the idea of even things like conscious conception And on this note, before I ask you a little question just about parenting, when is the right time for somebody to join the program? Because you've obviously got people at every different stage and no doubt they could jump in at whatever stage they're in. But for somebody like me, who's thinking, you know, two, three years ahead at this point in time, when would be the right time for me to start thinking about conscious conception? Like, is is there a such thing as too early? Like, what would you kind of recommend
0: I love this question and I'm so glad that you asked it because as soon as you get your period, however old you are, 15, 16, 17, whatever age you got your period, you are priming yourself to one day have babies. You are in what my friend Afruz calls is trimester zero so you are in trimester zero from the moment you get your period, however love old that. you are. So from that moment you get your period, you are tracking your cycle, you are falling in love with your body, you are optimizing your hormones, you're optimizing your fertility, you're taking care of your temple, you're nourishing your body, your mind and your soul, you are not trashing your body, you're not doing drugs and partying and drinking alcohol and coffee and junk food and not sleeping. I did all of those things, by the way, all of them. Um, Ideally, we wouldn't be doing those things because we're priming our body. And I wish I had have known this information. I wish my mom had have sat me down and told me that my body was my temple and that i only get one and that i need to treat treat it with love and respect i wish my mom told me that but she didn't and so i went out and i partied and trashed my body and went on the pill and had to do a lot of work on my health because uh, for those that have read my first book mastering amingo will know that in 2000 and three or four, I hit rock bottom and was in hospital because of my health, because I trashed my body so much. And I had a lot of physical health issues, but I also had a lot of mental health issues. I was dealing with anxiety, depression, panic attacks, um, eating issues, all sorts of things. So I was dealing with physical things and also emotional, mental things. And um You know, it's never too early to start taking care of your body and optimizing your hormones. Fertility isn't about making babies. You know, my friend Nat Gringudis always says that to me, and she's one of the experts inside the program. She said this to me 10 years ago She said, Melissa, fertility isn't about making babies, fertility is about health. If you have happy, healthy hormones, you're going to be happy and healthy. And when she said that to me, I was like, oh, no, but, you know, I don't want to get pregnant. And she was like, no, no, babe, this isn't about getting pregnant. She's like, see the acne on your face? That's happy, healthy hormones. You don't have happy, healthy hormones right now. So this program is for every single female on this earth, um, except for people who, don't, who know that they don't want to have babies. If, they, if yep. you know that you never, ever, ever want to have a baby, then, yeah, this program isn't for you. But if you think that one day you want to have a baby, and that might be in 10 years, might be in 15 years, if you know that one day you want to have a baby, start this program now. I wish I had done this. And if you are a mama who is watching this or listening to this, and you've already had your babies, but you have children and you have daughters, get this program for them and watch it with them. Even if they're in their late teens, this program will teach them how to love their body, how to treat their body with love and respect. It'll teach them how to balance their hormones and uh, to fall in love with themselves. So yeah, there's never it's never too early. Like if you know, yeah. like for you, if you know that in like three years you wanna have a baby, get start now. Start yeah. now.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I'm very grateful that we're having this conversation because you often think, oh, you know, hormone cycle maybe three months ahead of time, like that's when I'll start, you know, doing XYZ or that's when I'll start taking all the vitamins and whatever. But I think if you make it really simple, and I love that you brought the analogy in of being trimester zero you're always working towards that moment and anything you do before is impactful and taking care of your health, whether you know if you want to have kids or not is Mm. is something that you should be doing for yourself anyway and, and no love lost doing it i love mm-hmm. that you brought up uh nat's philosophy as well because i've had her on the podcast and she's also said how fertility you know it's not about getting pregnant it's about your overall health and mm-hmm. i think that's such a beautiful thing to kind of debunk because we often think that the purpose of it is just to have babies but i love that reframe of it's about you being your happiest healthiest self and you know more often than not that's that's when you're best place to then bring another human into this world so thank you for that reminder from nat as well before i do let you go i wanted to ask you a quick question now i know in the program you have five cornerstones to conscious parenting and we won't give them all away today but i just wanted to know maybe if you could share one or two of them because and i'll just give you a little context as to why i'm asking this question. so in the last couple years you know sourcing books like yours have really helped me work through a lot of things, limiting beliefs, self-doubt, just fixed ideologies, things I've had within myself paired with doing a lot of shadow work and therapy and things like that. Because I think even now I've done the work, there's still so much to learn into how to bring your kids up in the most conscious way possible. I won't say perfect, I'll say conscious. And so if you wouldn't mind just sharing maybe one or two of your parenting uh, cornerstones, I would love, love to hear them.
0: Absolutely. And I love that you said, you know, it's not about perfect. There's no such thing as the perfect parent. There's no such thing. And I encourage everyone in the program to actually delete the word perfect from your vocabulary, because it just paints this picture of this unrealistic image right?
1: Mm, an that, expectation.
0: Exactly. That only forces you to compare yourself to everyone else, you know? So we're going to delete that word perfect from your vocabulary. You're not going to say I'm trying to be the perfect parent.
1: Deleted. Got it.
0: Good, good. Um, so, okay, that one of the cornerstones, one of the biggest ones, one of my favorite ones is embodying what we teach. Now, what I mean by that is whatever we want to impart on our children, whatever we want to gift them, you know, we want to teach them about gratitude, we want to teach them about healthy food, we want to teach them about kindness, whatever we want to impart on them, we have to embody ourselves because children learn through osmosis, they learn from watching their parents. And so, if you want them to practice gratitude and give thanks to their food before they eat it, you practice gratitude and give thanks to your f- the food before you eat it. If you want them to be kind to all humans and creatures and everything on this earth, you be kind. You know, so it comes back to us first.
1: And it's amazing. It's such a simple thing, but definitely worth a reminder to just check in with yourself.
0: Totally, and it also, like since having my daughter and she's one and a half, like since having her, I'm like it is the best personal development ever because there is a tiny human watching everything that comes out of my mouth.
1: Talk about accountability.
0: Talk (laughs) about accountability. She's not only like not only – Is she there for every word that comes out of my mouth? She knows what I'm thinking. Like if I walk past a mirror and I look at myself and I'm like and roll my eyes at myself, she knows what just happened. She knows. They're not stupid. Children are not stupid. So talk about accountability, huh? So like every day I'm like I have this tiny human who is calling me to be the best version of myself. Am I perfect? We don't use that word. No, we don't use that word. But every day she is calling me to rise. She is calling me to be the best mama that I can be, the best human that I can be. And so it's my responsibility to fill myself up first so that I can show up as the best version of me, and then to do the work. So embodiment is one of the cornerstones of conscious parenting. And it's definitely one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. And I can't even imagine what the other four would sound like if if that one is, you know, so powerful on its own. So I'm um, I'm so excited for the program, Melissa, and I just want to thank you for coming on, sharing a little bit about the Holy Mama program and giving us the opportunity to get to know you as well. For anybody listening who is super interested, wants to learn a little more about the program, where's the best place they can go? I know it's live and open now, only for a limited time, so I'm going to pop some links below, but where can we direct them to?
0: You can head to holy and that's spelt W-H-O-L-Y, mama, M-A-M-A, holymama.com and you can get the program and yeah, like I said, it's only open between now and November 4th, Australian time, November 3rd in America. So if you're listening to this in America, that's November 3rd for you Um so yeah come and join this beautiful community of holy mamas all around the world and you know another thing that I get asked all the time is where do I find my tribe of like-minded people so important this is it this is it and when you embark on that motherhood journey especially in your postpartum which we talk about in the program you need your tribe you need support and um this is where you'll have it. You'll have thousands of women cheering you on. So come and join us. And um, I'm so excited for you, hun, to to start it as well because you've got the time, you know, don't leave it to the last minute and then go, oh, yeah, I want to have a baby. Do this prep now.
1: Yeah, no, I, I am, I'm really grateful for the reminder and I'm so excited for you and your community. I'll definitely have to get you back on because we didn't even get a chance to go into postpartum um, or any other of, inc- of the incredible work you've done. But huge congratulations to you. I'm excited to jump in on the community and thank you again for sharing your time. I'm going to put links to everything below, um, but really looking forward to seeing The journey of the program and and obviously your own business too.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be here and to have spent this time with you, honey. I'm really grateful.
1: Thank you. When you make decisions
0: for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.